Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I think I smell a rat. Is that from something? It's from a song, like all of my quotes are, or a film. I'm like pretty sure. No. The only song that involves rats is about being one that is unable to escape from their from their prison. There's also a song called there, there, I Think I Smell a Rat, the, like the words that I said. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're trapped, you're angry, and you can't get out. Uh, like a rat in a box? Nope. Nope. Not a box. Uh, a different kind of prison. Oh, um, like a container. Rat in a container. That was it. Yeah. 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 Rat in a container yeah, store. It was by someone that actually worked at the container store. <laughs> That's weird. They had very literal songwriting. Weird as fuck. Uh, my song, uh, is called I Think I Smell a Rat by a guy that just put out a new single. Uh, Mr. Jack White. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you, you go. mean the guy with the race exclusive last name? <laughs> he does have a race exclusive uh, last name. Hmm. That's true. And I've been to some of the concerts, and uh, it kind of checks out. I've seen him in concert. That's why he's refused to tour with the Pixies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, they've also got a song called Gigantic. So uh, they do. In fact, Gigantic was also covered by Real Big Fish. I don't know who they are. Uh, in are case, they, is that like uh, the Big Mouth Billy Bass? Exactly like <laughs> that. They play exclusively at, at Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> uh, How much would you pay to see a real big fish at a Bass Pro? I mean, I would pay them to see them just in a dumpster. I, I don't care. Yeah. But yeah. how much? I need uh, a dollar amount here. And real quick for all the real big fish fans out there, which is thousands, former trumpet player for real big fish, Klop, Scott Kloppenstein, released a cover of Islands in the Stream uh, with lead singer Bite Me Bambi this week. So if you really feel like a Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers covers in your life right now, and I know you are, you can listen to it on Spotify or they put a music video as well. So you're welcome, world. Uh, I do love that song. You might not know this about me, but I, I'm sure you probably could have guessed that. I fucking love that song. It's a good song. Because yeah. I know you came to Kenny Rogers like most of us did through his chicken. And then yeah. later we learned that he also was a musician. Happened to just also be yeah. a musician. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a completely different kind of podcast. Yeah, it, it yeah. really is. We haven't talked about. We can't talk about fast food. Doughboy's uh, has that cornered. But you know what, Alex? It's your it's your son's birthday, mm-hmm. or it was yesterday, or today, or tomorrow. I don't know. It's a day. Yeah, it's one of the days. So happy uh, birthday to your son. Okay, I'm yeah. sure that will bright up his day when he's never allowed to listen yeah. to this. Uh, I am so happy that he is named after the Dallas Cowboys running back, uh, and I'm just so so very happy that you decided to. That's not the case Keep at all. Keep that alliteration going. But I did, like, after we chose a name for him, finding a protagonist from TV show that I loved, my wife did not love, and tell her that that was actually what I got the name from. Uh, is it Elliot from Search Party? No, it's uh, <laughs> Elliot from Mr. Robot. Uh, shit, I need to watch Mr. Robot. You've never seen Mr. Robot? No, and oh Rami Malek just hosted my favorite show ever, SNL. He did, The View. <laughs> the View, yeah. <laughs> And also, that's not my favorite show, but I do enjoy it. Uh, but oh my god, <laughs> Rami Malek. What I like, bo- what I like most about SNL is like if you watch it from the first season into now, is that it only gets better in quality each season somehow. <laughs> uh, you mean visually? 
No, I mean just <laughs> I, def- I mean the talent that they bring in each year just gets better and better. Uh the lasting cultural impact. Like I never quote anything from SNL from the 70s, 80s, 90s. I only quote SNL episodes from the 2021s. You might be shocked at how many things are from there uh these days. It's a lot. Yeah. Not like huge think. stars like the like oh, oh. Jason Sudeikis? Boy, he was on there what 8 years ago? <laughs> Uh, Fred Armisen, Kristen Wiig. Wow, again. So I mean, I'm, talk, I'm talking just anyone from like the, the current cast. Not, not not people because what you're talking about now is how oh, like Pete Davidson. Oh, that's yeah. what you want. Yes, yes, yes. The star of one <laughs> this film. Is, this is Matt and Alex debate. Uh, is SNL relevant or not? Still, mm-hmm. we're so happy to have you here. It's relevant when you're in high school, and, and when you watch it. Whenever you watch SNL in high school, you're like, okay, this is the best SNL cast of all time. And then, and then as you get older, you're like, that was the best SNL cast. It doesn't matter when you went to high I school. Think people are saying that now. No, because I'm with you. yeah, but I think that it's also an underrated thing too. You know what I don't get? I, you know what I hate Comedy about SNL jokes? David or D- 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 David Pumpkins. Uh, <laughs> I have had that you skit so many shoved questions. down my throat like a thousand times, and I'm like, this is just not funny. Like, you just have a lot of questions. Is what it is. It would, it, it would be more funny if just for Tom Hanks did his accent from the Lady Killers. Oh God. <laughs> I remember watching that movie as a child in theaters and being like, I hate this. That is easily is so bad. the best Coen Brothers movie that was a remake of a previous film. I I really, really wanted to go see that as a kid. I thought it looked so good. Yeah. And then I saw it yeah. and I was way too young for it. <laughs> way too young for fucking Lady Killers at like 10. You're like, you're like I don't get it. Like, I love Blood Simple. I should <laughs> love the Lady Killers. This is the natural progression for this the show. They just feel really derivative of their work. <laughs> uh, today, Alex, uh, what are we talking about on, on our podcast? Uh, we're actually doing a double feature. Books. Yeah. We are talking about Star Wars Visions on Disney Plus cool. and Nightmare of the Wolf on Netflix. Oh, cool. Did you watch them? Uh, I did, <laughs> oh, luckily. God. That'll help. Yeah. That'll help yeah. for what we're about spoilers to Spoilers for both of those. Nice. Now, uh, there's nine episodes in Star Wars Visions. And if he didn't say spoiler alert, you would have been shocked. So you want to talk about Visions first? Let's, please. Okay. So just... General consensus. But before we do, we have news, Alex. Okay. Duh. What's your news? What are you, what are you doing? What, what are your news? Well, hey, there's a, the giant thing called DC Fandom. Yeah, where that we've was got cool. like 90 things to talk about from that. Okay. So, uh, the, but, but before we get to that, uh huh. Let's, let's get our Marvel out of the way. Will Poulter is going to play Adam Warlock. Cool. I like Will Poulter. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I fucking love that. I think that's going to be great. Yeah. I think it's going to be funny. I think yeah. it's going to be silly and goofy. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, Agatha Harkness spinoff announced in development. Yeah, I never would guess a million years. And like, there's like another part of me that's just like, oh, like I, I don't care, and that's kind of dumb. But there's a part of me that's just like, I will watch anything. Yeah, that I Agatha is it. Like, what's the harm in giving her own like, like three to six episode miniseries? Yeah, there, there's nothing bad yeah. that's going to come yeah. from that. It's just going to be Catherine Hahn mm-hmm. making me laugh. <laughs> is what it's going to be. It's not going to be. Really, like when you consider that, like the worst Marvel like MCU product is like a seven out of ten probably for like the worst ever it's just like oh well that's still much more enjoyable than a bunch of other things that i watch yeah, for me like i think yeah. the lowest is isn't that six five range yeah but still yeah like, and that's still, still very watchable and, still, and rewatchable i was gonna say yes and, and everything is rewatchable as yeah, well 100 percent uh secret invasion uh has apparently begun filming 
Not much of a secret. Not yeah, apparently not. Uh, and almost every. What if Marvel it's actually just a prank delayed. show called Secret Invasion, where <laughs> <laughs> they didn't actually do the Secret Invasion storyline? It's, it's just about <laughs> MCU themed flash mobs. Uh, I just yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a punked, but instead it's just different Marvel it's characters just surprising Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury <laughs> thing in character punking people. Uh. Or your boy David as Pumpkins. <laughs> Alex. Don't ever talk about it. <laughs> that was my fault, though, because I brought it up. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about DC fandom. Wait, the thing is David O. Pumpkins? <laughs> David O. Russell Pumpkins. Yeah, that's the thing is David O. Russell. Like. <laughs> uh, we got um, Suicide Squad game. Yeah. The game, tra- the it wasn't a it still wasn't a gameplay trailer, but it still looked the trailer looked great and, and a lot of fun. Is that not the exact same trailer that we've already seen? No, it was different because the only one we saw Superman and the last one that was it, and this one we got Nasty Flash, yeah, Green Lantern, uh, we got not Captain Wonder Marvel, Lady. Wonder Woman, and we got the great scene with the Penguin at the end as well, just running away. Yeah, and them telling Waller that he's still escaping and to, and to blow up his head. <laughs> uh, it looks fun. It yeah, looks very fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, it was so it was so weird to see the DC fandom because so many things were. Did in you watch? Speaking of, did you watch the, the Court of Owls trailer for Gotham Knights? I did. Yeah, that that looked oh, great oh, in dark too. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of video games, I'm more excited for that game as well. I don't yeah. know which one you're out of the two. You're more excited for. I think Suicide Squad tone wise, I'm more excited for. But like, I love like the Bat Family and like yeah. getting a chance to play as like Red Hood or or Nightwing is like something I never thought I'd get. A chance to do like in, in that kind of gameplay setting. And I mean, out of the last decade, we're getting the most iconic storyline. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a reasonable argument. I mean, what if you were if you were a Batman fan and you were going to make the argument, what would you say is the? Next I would just want like line? probably just like twenty five straight hours of just where Batman calls Catwoman Cat and Catwoman calls Batman Bat, <laughs> and, and then just that. Oh my God, Tom King. You did that way too much. And there's a Batman Catwoman series. Yes. With Mask of the Phantasm. Very excited to finally get cracking on that. Yeah. But I want to read it all at once. Yeah, I can't wait to read it in three years when it comes out paperback. <laughs> Anywho, uh, we got uh, the first look at The Flash. Yeah. Uh, uh, the most exciting thing was Ezra Miller wearing the choker uh, in the introduction. <laughs> that was your favorite part? Yeah, my favorite part. <laughs> so you didn't care for the Michael Keaton Batman just shadow? I mean, that was cool. And the other uh, Flash uh, on the main Flash's, I think it's behind his left on screen, right, uh, if you're facing his direction. But his Flash costume was a Batman outfit that, that he spray painted over. Yeah, which That's is where the yeah. image that we have yeah. already seen has come yeah. from, which is a little disappointing, but uh, maybe it's not to some people. Did you watch the Black That's Adam teaser? I did. That I don't care about Black Adam at all, but but that was a good teaser. I, I care about the comic book character. I don't care about the Rock playing Black Adam, but that was a good teaser. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I think it's gonna be fun as long as they make him a bad guy. I don't want him to be yeah. a, a good guy I or anything. That's hero. where they're they're leading with. Him. I hope so. Uh, and I'm 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 about uh, it. The speaking of fun, the Shazam two teaser looked a lot of fun as well. Uh, I'm excited to see Helen Mirren. Yeah, um, I completely forgot that. She and Lucy Liu were both in it. I forgot Lucy Liu was in it. Yeah. I remembered Helen Mirren, but then I saw Lucy Liu and yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Those were great gets. Yeah. yeah it's two total bizarre yeah. casting choices that I yeah. never would have thought of in a million years, and I'm so happy. Yeah. Uh, and Helen Mirren's like, you're going to get everything in this movie. And from Helen Mirren, I don't know what the fuck that means. 
Uh, what else do we have from DC Fandom? We got some DC superhero pet thing that I didn't uh, watch. We saw that uh, uh, Doom Patrol was renewed. And Titans were renewed. Both renewed. Yep. Uh, which is amazing. News. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm glad to see those shows have found success on HBO yeah. Max. I mean, we saved the best for last, I think. Um, are you talking about the fact that Young Justice drops some episodes early? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. it. Like, Young, Young Justice, Justice Phantoms. Uh, everybody's a big fan here at the Henchman of Comics. We love that stuff. And there is nothing else that happened yeah. at DC. Fandom. I mean, I am a fan of Young Justice. I know you are. I watched every episode. Sweet little slut of you. Of mine. So you're talking about the Peacemaker trailer, like actual real trailer? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the Peacemaker trailer. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, What'd you think? Not enough peace. I mean, he didn't to make very much peace. But it was great. Like, it looked like just a perfect continuation of the series. I like that Vigilante's in it as well. Uh, Vigilante's a really fun character, especially. And I like, I'm excited to see James Gunn's take on Vigilante. I'm excited to see James Gunn doing anything. Uh, Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh... Name one bad thing that James Gunn has done. Can't. I mean, there, you can if you. No, <laughs> I can't. If you go back to his like weird Gonzo days. No, um, that's his trauma days, and he was working for trauma. So, like, yeah. if if you watch Toxic Avenger and that kind of stuff, then like that's the kind of humor that like you got paid to do in that era. I mean, he wouldn't be who he is without that. It's true. Yeah, and I'm cool with it. Uh, what do you think about the Batman trailer? Uh, that was great. Like oh, we've talked about, like normally I don't watch second trailers for, for films or anything like that. But one had been so long since we saw the first well, and one. The first one was also like a thirty second, yeah, just red and black and nothing else. But I didn't recognize Colin Farrell like at all. Oh, I know. Yeah, Colin Farrell looks yeah. so menacing. I know. <laughs> he looks so menacing. And my brother told me that Robert Pattinson is actually older uh, than Christian Bale was in Batman Begins. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I would not have guessed. Yeah, that. same here. But I'm also now a 32, and I still feel like I'm well, 23. I also feel like Christian Bale. Until I get out of bed. Christian Bale has no. I don't think Christian Bale is ever like 20 or 19. No, and I he's know, been 42 for yeah. 18 years. I, I know he was an Empire of the Sun, the Spielberg film, as a child actor, but that wasn't really him. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Holy shit, dude, that Batmobile yeah. is unfucking real. I agree. Uh, Catwoman can't fucking wait. Yeah, she looked great I'm as well. It. Zoe Kravitz, yeah. Yeah, and Zoe, yeah. I what if you Zoe haven't Kravitz? watched the um, unfortunately short-lived... Um, high Fidelity. High Fidelity on Hulu. You should watch the movie instead. You should watch them both, but they're both fucking incredible. And I love that she really well, took it to Hulu, and then now she's in, in the fucking Batman. Does the TV show version have stiff little fingers playing? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Do you know that for a fact? Uh, you need to go no, look at the playlist for the don't. TV show because okay, it I is will. literally 300 songs long for one season. Okay, it's I will. unreal. And it's if I find incredible. one song that I don't like, then I'm never I'm canceling my Hulu. That's fair because it showed me a bunch of new musicians. Go check it out if you're a music fan. Tiny Tim. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Demento. Uh, Big Tim. Mm-hmm. Medium-sized Tim. Big Star, of course. Regular-sized yeah. Tim. Those guys have a big beef. And of course, you just keep telling me that how much you love the lyrics of David Allen Coe. <laughs> hey, I do like. I don't have anything wrong with David Allen Coe. I don't know why you have this uh, thing in your brain that I don't like David Allen Coe. Well, he he's a massive, massive racist. I mean, I like his music. Uh, 
<laughs> so I like some of his music. I don't. And like... to be fair, there is a twenty percent chance I'm getting David Allen Coe mixed up with any other country singer right yeah, now. I, and you absolutely yeah. probably could be Darius Rucker for all I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not yeah. that one. <laughs> I think that's the one that we're safe on. Okay. Uh, well, let's okay. Now let's talk about our stuff. Uh, okay. Star Wars Visions. Uh, which of the nine episodes that was identical to any of the other nine okay. episodes before did you we like that, the most? What, what were your thoughts going into it before you watched it? Excitement. Okay. Yeah, I had some claim from the brief trailer I watched. I feel like we have to say this before everything we watch like this, but we are not anime people. Uh, no. I've watched a few anime shows I've really enjoyed, but they're few and far between, and you even less so, I believe. Uh, True. So, and the first episode I watched, at first I was like, this art style, I wish it was like full color and not like the black and light with the red twinge, Uh twinge, twinge, but tinge, tinge, thank you. But it it ended up being a great episode. I loved it. I liked the Uh, first one a lot. Yeah. The first one was solid. It was about this, basically, this guy shows up in this village. This village is being attacked by these Star Wars-esque bandits. And they're being led by a Sith. And the guy in his droid is there to get repaired. Turns out this guy's not just a wandering guy. He is a wandering Sith who will apparently also kill Sith. Yep. Uh, he's like a Ronin type character. Yep. Uh, and this is probably my favorite out of all, all of them. I'll say that right now. Oh, really? Nice. And they're actually they making... Did, they did lead off very strong. And I this... liked one more bit more than this one. Well, and this is one that I would like. This is one that I'd love to see a continuation of this character and like another series. Oh yeah, it'd be fun. Uh, but they are doing a. This character is getting a novel, like an official Star Wars novel based on this character. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Uh, but so this episode, the first one, was the high point of the series for me. What for you was the high point? Uh, I think it's called the Elder. I think it's episode seven. Yes. Uh, yes, you're right. The Elder was great. I, I love the Elder as well too. That was that was my favorite one because you had to see a lot of battles and you didn't see the the same story. You see a lot of Master Padawan, Master and Droid, yeah, Jedi and Droid type stuff. You had David Harbor playing the Jedi as well too. In that episode, yeah. Oh, not nice. the Padawan, but the Jedi. Yeah. No shit. I every episode I felt like I I caught somebody. I think Allison Bree is in an episode. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris as well, too. Uh, oh, nice. Did you watch Superstore? Uh, no. That plays Cheyenne Superstore. I can't remember her name, unfortunately, off the top of my head. But she was an episode Is it America well, Ferrera? No. Then I don't know her. Yeah. That's right. It's all good. <laughs> I knew it wasn't as well. Um, yeah, there was... Uh, I think that was by far my favorite episode, just because you got to watch an, an old-ass Sith yeah. just get absolutely wrecked. Yeah, but Jedi was great. That, that fight was great. Like it was, it, it, was, it was a great so fight, good. and like you get to see like how powerful like a Jedi was as well too. Yeah. Uh, now, were there any other episodes that you really liked? You know, and I, I think this might be controversial to you because I don't know that you necessarily liked it. Uh, but it was one. I think it was the next on my list after the two that we mentioned. Um, but it was uh the little robot boy, uh, and his. T zero B one. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't. Toby. Hate that one. Toby. Yeah, Toby. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that that's what his name was. <laughs> uh, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that was very much. I feel like uh, an homage to Astro Boy. Uh, oh, big time with the yeah. curl and the hair yeah. and yeah. everything. The, that was one I think like my kids would have enjoyed as well too. Yeah. Uh, and I again, it wasn't something that was for me, but I was able to really appreciate that. One. Yeah. 
Uh, it stuck out big time. So, and I'll go ahead and say this for the rest. Uh, I I didn't care for. Oh yeah, uh, you mean seeing the exact same story uh, six no, more times? No, obviously not the exact same story. One we had a Star Wars band and like Star Wars characters dressed like chibis, which I didn't like at all. That was Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bobby Moynihan in that episode. Uh, we had the twins with Alice Brady, Nino Patrick which made no sense whatsoever at all in that story. No, it, it made absolutely uh, no sense. We had the Village Bride one, which was really slow and plotting. The twins one, I think, had the might have had my favorite art, though. I lied. There, there was one more that I did enjoy. It wasn't, it wasn't great, but I did like it. The Ninth Jedi one. That was the one where all the Jedi show up at the temple for the Kyber crystals because they get the call. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it turned out that they're, they're, it, it was kind of predictable for that. Like the robot was the guy that called them there, and he was going to betray them. Yeah. But the fact that they all picked up their lightsabers, that all of them were Sith except for one, was not predictable. And, and I like that twist. Uh, and here's what's what's really cool uh, to me is I really appreciated this. I think even more than I necessarily would have normally because I'm going to Disney and I'm going to go to Star or Galaxy's Edge yeah. next week, and I'm so fucking excited to go back there. I'm going to do I I think I'm going to do the the lightsaber yeah. making thing. You're going to go like like where where Zombies can I buy Toby? Workshop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go buy a, a Toby doll. Yeah, <laughs> it's my most prized possession. Uh. But I, I think it I liked it even more than I would have. I know that you're typically the person that likes some of this shit more than I do. You you give it a lot more of the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but I think this time it might have been the opposite. I, I, I think so, too. Like, there are times, and I don't do this, but, like, these episodes are, say, like, 10 to 15 minutes long. So they're not long. But there would be times where I would check, like, how much longer do I have left in this? And oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, I've got still have 11 minutes left. I've barely even, like, scratched the surface of oh, this. Yeah. And like you would think there was a point in our in The Witcher that I think uh, in the middle chunk there's about a 30 minute chunk where I checked about 80 times and I had that exact same thing, but the rest of it was fine. Anyways, let's keep going. Uh, and the fact that like these are so short and I was checking the time just shows to me like how in a lot of them how slowly either the story moved along. Like you have such little time and it felt like a lot of time was wasted setting stuff up, uh, or the fact that it was just full of nonsense i didn't care so i was like how much longer how much longer until i'm done with this but the more effective ones were were able to convey a story right away ninth jedi you knew what it's about these jedis getting the call for the kyber crystals the duel you know what it was about it was this wandering ronin in this village and they're being taken over by raiders and they didn't destroy so he decided to step in and fight yep. and destroyed was awesome with his uh yeah. with the way he took out the and then the uh, the elder as well. You're like, okay, we know right away that there is potentially a Sith on this planet uh, hunting stuff. So we need to be on the lookout for that. Yep. Uh, and that's it. This hasn't renewed for season two. So we will get a second season of this, which even with my feelings about this season, I'm still excited to see. I, I still think there's opportunities in, in this format. I wish that they didn't just go regional. With the studios that they decided to to have make everything, I wish they went global with it. I think it would have lent itself to more yeah, it would uh, be interesting. diversity in the story. I feel like Star Wars fandom is fairly. I mean, Star Wars is so massive that you'll find the fans across the globe that have been influenced and inspired by the Star Wars franchise. Well, I mean, there's all these great moments that we get in you know in Mandalorian too that are are great references to you know all these like. Feudal Japanese movies like Seven Samurai and Lady Snowblood and uh, 
so many fucking other great well, ones. Uh, so many other great Ronin movies. And even, I think, in that regard, like, you maybe think that, like, I think what's disappointing is, like, every story is either a, is a Jedi or a Sith story. And, like, I love the Jedi and the Sith, but the Star Wars universe is expansive. It, you, can move, you can move beyond that. Even in Toby, Jimbo. which was a George story, it's Toby wanting to be a Jedi. Yeah. Like, you, you get a robot that wants yeah. to be a Jedi, a cute yeah. little robot that wants to be but a Jedi. But you can have droid stories. You can have bounty hunter stories. Yeah. You can have stories of people who are part of the High Republic or the, the New Order or or anything like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't need you to do I, – I almost wish that they would have ran some of these scripts by some – Everybody else first. I will give them credit though; they did avoid like everyone. No one felt the need to include like Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker or Yoda or, or anything like that. And I don't know if they were allowed to, but I did like that they were forced to hold their own original stories within the world and not use any existing characters. Yeah, can you think of any characters that you recognize? Not a one. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't no, think not even. Just... There might be some from the. EU, but like I can't think of any from the extended universe that are in there. I mean, there there could even be somebody from High Republic from the new shit uh, that they tie in, but I didn't I didn't pick up on it. And great. So, what do you get visions in on skill? Probably like a five. Like I'm just below you at a four. Yeah, like there's a few good bright yeah. spots. There's some cool animation, but overwhelmingly you get really similar stories. I was very happy that these weren't like half hour episodes, oh, basically. I'm glad that and, and that was only nine as long, like as long as like 11 yeah. minutes and then the max was like 23. Yeah. yeah it's, it is what it is. Uh, but now we're going to talk about nightmare of the wolf, which is an animated witcher movie uh, on Netflix. Uh, this tells the story of Vesemir, who is Geralt's mentor yep. uh, as well. And I know Vesemir, he's played a big part in the books and the games. He plays a much larger he's plays a much larger part in season two of The Witcher coming out in December, I want to say. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It does come out in December. Uh, uh, now I have a question for you. Yeah. Because I have never played a Witcher game. I've never read a Witcher book. So a lot of this world is new and strange and weird to me. Yes. Um yeah. did you have a similar experience with that? No, but I am very familiar with the Witcher world. Like, I have read most of the books. Okay. Uh, the Witcher 3 is probably my favorite video game of all time. Yeah, uh, a lot of people so, say that. Uh, so, I am so I'm very well... I, I say I'm very familiar with the world. Uh, I will say that one thing I think this had going for, especially after watching Visions... In this I thought the animation was really strong in this, like the a- animation style, uh, the violence. It reminded me like a better version of Master of the Universe, a little bit better budget on there. Yep, and I would I would also um, I would also kind of compare that uh, animation style to some some other things that we've done like in the DC universe. Yeah, as well. I agree, and uh, also better than those as well. Yeah. Uh, I will say, and I thought Theo James, he played Vesemir. I thought he did an excellent job as Vesemir as well. As Although far as he will not be Vesemir in the Correct, because it's a much older version of Vesemir in the show. Yeah. Uh, and I will say that I, I was fine with it because I know the world, but this did the same thing that the first scene of The Witcher did to where the story was not told in a linear fashion. Which it, was fine. I liked, I liked it, that revelation. Yeah. It jumped back and forth, and it did show some things in the past that, like, I really appreciated. Like, it showed how brutal the trials are to become a Witcher. Yeah. Like, this movie was very violent and very brutal. Like, this was... I, I cannot it's watch this. R, yeah. yeah. I cannot watch this around my kids. Because no. if it's animated, they'd, they'd be looking at the screen, and I had... I was like, okay, this is... There's 
over the top violence in the, this. Uh, almost like hyena, like creatures in the swamp. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just tearing those kids apart. And I will say, going in, I just I didn't have high hopes for this because it felt like a cash in tie in because Witcher's been so successful. It was yeah uh, I, for for Netflix, yeah. but it turned out better than I thought it was going to be. I think same. One of the reasons too is that like it was really brutal. Like we said, it didn't shy away. Like it showed that like Witchers are not good people. Like, witchers exist, and the the show showed that as well, but Geralt is very much more of a traditional, like, heroic type. Mm -hmm. But witchers themselves exist in a world of gray, and gray putting it gently, I feel like. Uh, But I think one thing this did successfully, it showed, especially Vesemir, how powerful and strong witchers are. Yeah, holy shit. But I I also like that he was so different than Geralt, too. mm -hmm. Like, it's a great point. Could not be more different, and it's yeah. his mentor too. So yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of curious what happens after some of this, and if some of these events help shape Geralt yeah. too. That's a great point because Vesemir's personality, while Geralt still works for Coin, Geralt is still much more. I would say like has like a stricter code of honor than yeah. than Vesemir. Vesemir likes Coin because he likes booze and women and he likes having booze fun. And booty baby. Yeah, I mean th- th- that's why he does it, and he very much. Being a witcher, and this the this did a much better job of explaining it than the show did. But you age a lot slower as a witcher, yeah. Uh, and like he very much enjoys that aspect of his life as well, too. Yep, I like seeing other people grow around him and mm-hmm. and kind of having those revelations myself and being like, oh wow, yeah. Cool. I thought that was great that like his childhood love. We got to see her as an old lady, and I think that's where the nonlinear storytelling made that more effective. Yeah, there's there's a big po- part of me that is obsessed with the lore in a, in a lot of these stories. So to not have that is, and to not know that is a frustrating thing. I remember watching game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, when Jamie Lannister spoilers for game of Thrones, <laughs> uh, when Jamie Lannister gets his hand cut off, uh, when they showed that in the, in the show, I was like, I have to start reading everything yeah. because this is, it's too much for me. Yeah. I yeah. Can't yeah. Yeah. Handle this. And I feel like Witcher is quickly getting to that point. For yeah, me. I was going to say, like, watching this, like, made me excited for the fantasy stuff that we have, like, coming. Like, the Lord yeah. of the Rings series, the Wheel of Time series, the season, even season two of The Witcher. Uh, let me just tell you that I I was not very excited for season two of The Witcher. I know that that was something that you were pumped for. This movie made me very excited for season two of The Witcher. Uh, and it's it's quickly, like I said, it's approaching that point where I'm might want to be reading these books very soon. Yeah, I, I was going to say too that like, but before we watch this, this was this did well enough for Netflix that they've already announced a sequel for this movie. <laughs> really? Yeah, and like, so cool. I'm excited to see more of the young Vesemir, young in Witcher terms because he's in his 90s as a Witcher. Yeah. Uh, but uh, love that. Yeah. So like, and I and we got to see some like major events as well because like. Uh, to get like Witcher lore, like Vesemir, Geralt, they're part of the House of the Wolf, which is why their medallion that they wear has that wolf logo on there. There's different Witcher houses, but Carmoran was like their castle, and like in like the Witcher games and in like the books, uh, and even in season two of the show, I know that we'll see it. The, it the, the castle has fallen, but w- we got to see how it fell as well, which I thought was really cool because I thought Tetra, who was basically the antagonist of this was a great villain as well too. Uh yeah, she was Tetris in beige. Is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, uh, now, now I've got that music stuck in my head. <laughs> now our, I mean, I, I feel so, I feel really foolish having to ask really basic questions, but are all most magician types in this world? Like, cause it, my big thing was, I constantly felt like I don't know the rules. Yeah. 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 Uh, are most of these like magician people, uh, like crazy badass ladies like what's the deal most of, not most of not all of them we saw a bit of that in season one of the witcher with right. w- w- with jennifer's trials and most of the witches we saw were women in there right but not all of them are as powerful as like tetra was uh in the show and now is tetra dead in the timeline in the tv show uh, do we know uh we don't know but I, i'm gonna okay. assume that, that she is okay uh and also in the timeline of the tv show witchers are basically extinct because what happened in Carmore basically killed the, the ability to make any more witchers. Many, and again, I apologize to everybody listening who's like, God, I really just wish you would let Alex talk <laughs> and say more. No. Right here. But the, for the, the super casual like myself here, um, what am I missing going into this from the television show? Uh, like if you give me like a, give me like a one minute rundown. So, there's several houses of the Witcher. There's some of them are ex- already extinct by this point from the or in the movie, but there's like the School of the Bears, School of the Griffin, School of the Cat. Uh, but by the time we get to the TV show, now all, is that like, almost all of them are gone? Okay, now is that kind of like a you know like a Jets kind of a thing, <laughs> like a musical type? Vibe? Not, not qu- quite. All of them have similar abilities and skills, but they're trained in different things. So all of them have different strengths, so uh, some different, are different weaknesses. In song and dance, and some it, are trained it, in battle. Yeah, basically just that. <laughs> uh, and different levels of morality some of as them well. Went to the Bob Fosse school. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but to me, to the Witcher TV series, I want to say that there's maybe only like four to six Witchers left. Like that, that, that we know of. Cool. In the world, and they're almost all from the school of the wolf. I think there's one from the school of the cat that we know of. Uh, yeah. So they're basically a dying breed. Is he going for gasps? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, and it makes you ask that question. So if the Witchers dies, who's going to stop all these monsters from killing all these humans and dwarves and elves and all that? Cool. That's what Witchers do. Like they protect the small rural villages, but but everyone hates them. Yeah. I will say I think the one issue that I have with the the Witcher series is that it doesn't seem as forthright and like as obvious as I guess that, that's the great word to use is yeah. obvious. Lord of the Rings to me when I watched Lord of the Rings and even from you know the first time I saw it as as you know 11 or 12 year old yeah I got it instantly. Yes. This I don't feel that way. This I think a part of the reasons too I think Lord of the Rings basically created like what we know as like the arcs and the trope types and the tropes for that genre. So like sure. we learn as we're going with it, it builds the world as we're going with it. The Witcher subverts a lot of that and then creates its own as well too. And it's also nonlinear storytelling. So something that like you read and you're confused and then you have to learn and then you realize later on like, okay, oh, so that's Are the what books that, like that too. No, the first, if you pick up the, the English translations, uh, the first three books are all a collection of short stories. I've only uh, got the Jamaican translations. Is that a problem? <laughs> uh, uh, as long as they are narrated by Ziggy Marley, then I think you're okay. All right. Uh, but so they're short stories focusing on Geralt. Uh, and basically, they're involving different monster 
slang stories, but like they're dark and like they a lot of them deal with like traditional ethics and morals, like you see in fantasy tales. You're like, oh, witches aren't like your normal hero to where they're there to save the damsel. Witches will make the hard choice and kill like the person that like a normal hero would save because yeah. they realize that like this is the only way to like this is the only way I can be sure that these racist inbred villagers of 12 will not be murdered <laughs> and i will go over there and they will insult me and they will try to underpay me and i'll threaten them until i get my coin and i will get on roach and ride off to the next town and try and get a warm bath somewhere else I... they're 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 really good reads uh but the, the world is an incredibly dense world and like like you like i love lord of the rings but like I've never read the Cimmerillion, the Cimmerillion, or have you pronounced it? Yeah, because like I started to, yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is this is too much depth it's for only me. Lore, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. To yeah, yeah. at least like The Witcher, it's still a story each time you get it with with Geralt as the main character. Yeah, the Cimmerillion is kind of like it's kind of akin to reading like a science textbook. But like a college one and just doing it for fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a great comparison. <laughs> uh, but like I said, I think the thing that this and I think you agree. Like I think the thing that this did most effectively was make me more excited for The Witcher season two, but also all other fantasy TV shows that we have coming up. Yeah, can we please just get a release on this fucking Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I feel like I've been hearing about it for four years. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that regard, so what do you rate Witcher and Nightmare of the Wolf? I mean, I feel like it's been climbing all day, but I'm I don't give anything. A seven that I don't feel like I would genuinely rewatch, so I'm going to give it a six and a half because I don't think I'm going to okay. rewatch it. But it was good. Yeah, I'll, it was I'll, something that gave me a lot of insight. Uh, something that was just genuinely fun. Oh yeah, very brutal and violent. I'm right there with you. I give it a seven. I thought it was very brutal and violent. And like the final battle scene, like at the castle at Carmarin, was great and fantastic and brutal and oh, gruesome. Yeah. And then also his fight with Tetra at the end, like him drinking the potions and then her defense against him and just like him just being relentless like the entire time oh, yeah. and not giving up was just, it was just really well done. Oh, and we didn't really talk about this, but we do get to see Geralt at the end, a very young, bald Geralt as well. Yeah. Uh, before he has his well-known white hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I thought that was a fun release. And I love that he's like the other... Witchers that survived the trial of the grasses didn't like him because Geralt knew the back ways because he because he, he was always trying to escape, yeah. which also makes him show that he's still very different than the other witchers and different than Vestimir as well too. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a unique, but yeah, duck. Yeah, I, before I didn't care that a sequel's coming out for this, but now whenever the sequel comes out, I'm excited to see more tales in this world. And I think I think watching this will make seeing Vestimir in season two a little bit more enjoyable as well. I think so too, even though it's going to be a very different portrayal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how Vesemir has changed in his age and how much of like the young Vesemir is still how hot in him. Is Vesemir now? Yeah, basically. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> cast Theo James, but just paint his hair white. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, next week we are staying on Netflix. We're keeping yeah, we a little uh, October themed. Uh, we're going to do season two of Lock and Key. Yes, Alex lent me the first two volumes of Lock and Key. Uh, years ago now and i still have not even cracked one open yeah actually yeah. that's not true i've cracked them open looked at the art it's and said, too the spooky not, for him the art i'm not a, a big fan of the art 
Okay. Like I said, it's too spooky for him. Yeah, that's got to be yeah. it. Yeah. But I've only like looked at like a Once he tell that the blood was colored in red, he was like, no, thank you. That's show, not yeah. my color yeah. of blood. Yeah. No. Not the way I believe. Yeah. I drink way too much to bleed red. Yeah. Thank you. Finally, I'm, I'm glad you're admitting that you have severe <laughs> medical issues, that you are a medical anomaly. You should really go see a doctor about it. As always, uh, Alex? Uh, you can email us at hintfriendofcomics at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and all that other cool stuff. For the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Dashback. And I don't have anything cool to say, so fuck you. Henchman ain't easy. <laughs>